Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 4, Chapter 5, On the Dignity of the Sacrament and of the Priestly Office. Christ the Beloved. Though you had the purity of the angels and the holiness of John the Baptist, you would not be worthy to receive or or handle the sacrament. It is for no merit of man's that it is man who consecrates and handles the sacrament of Christ and receives the bread of angels as his food. The priesthood is a great mystery. How great a dignity is that of a priest. He has been given powers not granted to angels, for no one but a priest duly ordained in church has the power to say mass, to consecrate the body of Christ. Now the priest is the agent of God, using God's word as God has commanded and arranged. But it is God himself who is the chief actor, working unseen. To him is subject all that he has willed to be, and all that he has commanded obeys his laws. You should therefore place more faith in Almighty God, respecting this most wonderful sacrament, than in the evidence of your own senses or in any outward sign. You should approach this task of yours with holy dread. Think what you are. Recall whose ministry it was that was handed down to you when the bishop laid his hands upon you. Yes, you are a priest, ordained to say Mass. You ought then to see that you offer this sacrifice to God faithfully and devoutly and at the proper time, and that the life you lead is one with which no one may find fault. The burden you bear has not been lightened. No, you have bound yourself with fetters of stricter self-discipline, engaged to strive for a higher level of holiness. It is a priest's duty to be ordained with every virtue and to make his own good life an example to others. He ought to spend his days not among the common run of men, but in the company of the angels in heaven, or with men of perfect life upon earth. A priest wearing sacred vestments takes the place of Christ, humbly and earnestly to beseech God for himself and for all his people, both before him and behind him. He wears the sign of the cross to make him continually mindful of the sufferings of Christ. He wears the cross before him on the chasuble that he may gaze earnestly on the steps of Christ and ardently strive to follow him. He wears the cross of Christ behind him that he may bear without retaliation and for God's sake whatever injuries are done him by others. He bears the cross in front of him that he may grieve for his own sins and behind him, that he may mourn in sympathy 
over the misdeeds of others, remembering that he has been set as a go-between betwixt God and the sinner. Let him not grow weary of prayer and of offering the holy sacrifice until he deserves to obtain grace and mercy. When a priest says mass, he gives honor to God, joy to the angels, strength to the church, help to the living, rest to the dead, and he makes himself a sharer in all good things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Why is the priesthood talked about in this chapter? Why in this book four dedicated to the Holy Eucharist is there this separate chapter on the priesthood? Because without priests, we don't have the Eucharist. Christ willed that certain men, the 12 apostles and their successors, should represent him, should speak in his name in certain fixed situations. As he was sent by the Father, so Jesus sent these apostles. And at the Last Supper, he gave them a unique power to act in his own person as head of the church. In persona Christi capitis, in the person of Christ the head. The priest, when he celebrates Mass, says the words of Christ, this is my body. And what happens at that moment? The bread becomes his body. Not the priest's body, but Christ's body. Why? Because the power of the words signifies, indicates Christ's body. And the priest has the power to change the bread into the body of Christ because his soul has been configured to Christ at his ordination in such a way that when he says those words, Christ is speaking through him. Now, why would Christ set things up this way? So that we might be humble. So we might give glory to the incarnation of Christ. The son of God became man. And every time we accept a human priest, no matter his appearance, no matter his faults, when we accept him as chosen by God to offer us the Eucharist, we are giving homage to the incarnation. 
that Christ chose to use humanity to transmit to us his divine life. Christ wanted human beings, these men, these children of Eve, to be his instrument, to share in his dignity. Because a human priest can sympathize with other human beings. He's tried, he's tempted, he knows the weakness of human beings. And yet Christ has decided to share his love for the church with these men. Why? So they could feed the flock. By word and above all by the Eucharist. That all down through history, Christ could be close to us through these men. Again, why? Because Christ really wants us to believe in the incarnation. He really wants us to believe that he is the son of God made man. He who believes that the son has become man, has become flesh, has walked our path, has lived a human life. The person who believes this overcomes the world. And every human priest is meant to remind us that Christ really became flesh. God has really become man. Humanity has been reconciled with the Father. Humanity can now enter into divine intimacy with God. And that's why a human priest is also meant to be holy. A higher level of holiness every virtue, because he's meant to be a living icon of Christ. Pray for us priests, that we might become what we are, that we might become in holiness, what we are ontologically, by our conformity to Christ, by the sacrament of holy orders. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>